So today we're here with Brent with All Seasons Land Care, and we're gonna discuss with him his business and his journey in the lawn care business. Welcome to the Lawn Care Frank Podcast, where we help lawn care professionals like yourself start and grow their business by tackling obstacles such as finding customers, hiring talented people, spreading brand awareness, and much, much more. Now your host, Lawn Care Frank. So today we're here with Brent, and he has a lawn care business here in the DFW, Texas area. That's Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas area, right? So um, actually, we're where are we? We're in the North Richland Hills area. That's like a suburb of uh, the Fort Worth area. So uh, today we're going to talk with Brent about his journey in the lawn care business. Uh, whenever he started out in the lawn care business, uh, you know, that was a few years back and we just want to kind of figure out how his journey was, uh, some of the obstacles, some of the challenges, some of the victories that he had during his journey. So how are you doing today, Brent? I'm doing well. Great, great. So we're here, this is Saturday, right? So we're working on a Saturday. How's that feel for you? It's just another day. Just a typical day in the lawn care business, right? Well, yes. When you, uh, when you're self-employed, you work seven days a week. That's right. That's right. And uh, I think that's one of the... Um, and 24-7. Ab- absolutely. And I think that's one of the misconceptions of people that, you know, they want to start a business and they say, you know, I'm working 40, 50, 60 hours uh, for somebody else. And they they think that, you know, if they get into a business that they're going to work less. And that's not always true, is it? No, not at all. You don't go into business for yourself thinking you're going to work less or to work less. Your your workload will increase or double. And that's good because uh, you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your family. You're doing for your legacy. So you're really trying to build something. But, um, you know, let's go ahead and dive in into what your business uh, how it was whenever you first started. Just tell us a little bit about how you started your business and some of the things that, you know, that were challenging for you. And just start with year one and then we'll just kind of go through the journey and, uh, take a look at, you know, year by year. I went to work for a landscape company, uh, which was a pretty big outfit back in the nineties. And I worked for them for a while. That's actually where I really got the, the whole thing. And then I went to work for a chemical company doing lawn treatments. Just while I was out there, I realized I could I could just mow yards. I had just so many yards that would that would pay what I'm making now. And then once I had those yards, if I had more yards, I could make more money. But it was money was the the main thing that triggered me. Mm-hmm. Hard part that I or the struggles that I had was trying to juggle both jobs because you know you don't start off with a whole lot of money or usually you don't. So I didn't even realize. Uh... I think you told me in the past, but I didn't really realize until you mentioned it again that you worked for a chemical company. So you used to do like lawn treatments and that's like fertilization, weed control and that kind of thing. We're not going to mention the name of the company, but tell me a little bit about, you know, how did you like working for somebody else? Um, and what got you motivated to say, you know, I'm, uh, I'm ready to move on. You know, what was, what, was there like a trigger? Was there a, a day that you said, man, I, I should be in business for myself? You know, I, I just always felt like I should be in business for myself, but it's probably just, you know, when you're out there, you're working and, um, 
you know, you're, you know, everything runs downhill, you know, so you really want to be at the top of the hill so it's not running down on you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so the, the problems that you have are the problems that you create or you make for yourself. And those are the problems that you solve instead of solving problems for everybody else. Man, that's really well said. So um, when you work for somebody else, you, you realized that, the, that there was something more out there for you, right? So was there like, did you walk in one day or uh, kind of describe to us that day that you put in your notice or, uh, or just had enough? Or maybe you had already planned out that, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start my business, grow it to this level. And then once I get some sort of income coming in where I feel comfortable, maybe you started part time, you know, and you grew your business while you were doing the chemical treatment. And then at some point you said, hey, you know, uh, I should go ahead into business for myself. Just kind of walk us through, you know, uh, if, if it was that day right now. Yeah, again, I was, you know, just out there working. I mean, and I was in sales at that time. I wasn't actually doing treatments. I was selling. So I knew that I had a few extra hours a day, seven days a week, that I could actually mow yards. So I took a small loan out from a friend of mine, bought some equipment, and, you know, just started one yard at a time from there. And then eventually, once I had enough yards to support me leaving, and it was a little bit of a struggle, actually. I had to leave before I really had just enough business. Um, but anyway, I ended up leaving them and uh, or put my notice in, served that notice out, and then just started building one yard at a time. And then I would, uh, in the evenings, I would deliver pizzas to help offset that, you know, that loss of income from a full-time job. Man, that's that's great. So it just shows the entrepreneurial mindset that you had. You know, you didn't uh, you didn't wait till you know you had uh, fully. Uh, replaced your income with the chemical company, you kind of went in there with uh, not having the same amount of income, but you were able to, as an entrepreneur, you were able to kind of supplement that income with whatever it takes. And nowadays, I look at uh, this generation, they got so many opportunities. You can do like Uber, you can do uh, like Grubhub. There's so many like one-off jobs that you can do now nowadays that some of that opportunity wasn't there when you were getting into the lawn care business, but you still found that uh, you still found that way, right? So tell me a little bit more about when you first, you know, made that leap. You know, how many lawns? You probably don't even remember, but maybe you do. But how many lawns did you have? Uh, you know, what was your? Did you have like a plan? Like. I'm, I'm going to get up to like 30 lawns. I'm going to get to 40 lawns. Then I'm going to hire someone. And, you know, what were those dreams like? Well, you know, of course, that's, you know, that's the whole purpose of getting a business is you have these plans that you're going to, you're going to get out there. You're going to get so many yards. You're going to hire somebody. You're going to hire another person. Then you're going to be able to start another crew and then, and then so, and then hire and then so on and so forth. When I left the chemical company, I was at about 25 yards. So I, you know, it wasn't a whole lot, you know, at a, you know, with a $30, $25, $27 average back then. So, um, you know, and from there we just, you know, just built up till about 70 yards and then I hired a guy or 60, I'm sorry, 60 yards and I hired a guy to, to work with me. And then I think when we got to about 80, I hired another guy. So I had, there was three of us running in this. So whenever you went and did, you know, 25 yards, you were doing that kind of by yourself and then you kept building that route, you know. At first, you were supplementing that income by doing pizza delivery, and then you 
kept building that route. So you got up to like 60. Then you said, you know, uh, and 60, by the way, that's a lot of lawns to mow on an individual basis, right? That's, you know, six days a week, 10 yards a day. Uh, it's very doable, but at some point, you know, that gets, you know, tiring if you do it weekend and week out and weekend and week out. So at that point, you made the decision, hey, I, I've got enough income where I can go ahead and hire someone. So that was kind of a pivotal point in your uh, journey. Then what's interesting is uh, you you said that you went from 60 to 80 and then you hired another person, which personally, I commend you for that because it shows that you saw the value in your time and your goal was to get yourself out of the mowing and labor intensive position so you can focus in on other things like sales marketing and you know answering the phone because uh, to some of our new viewers uh, or new listeners there's more to it than just mowing right it's not like hey i'm gonna just pick up a mower weed eater and i'm gonna start mowing so tell us a little bit about that you know tell us uh, what you think uh made you want to get that second guy and and move on to other things you really i mean i believe when you go into business for yourself your your goal should be to to take your way take yourself away from the actual production side of that and like you said go into the sales and the, and the marketing part of that but no, anyway that's like i said that's your goal that's that should be your goal is to get you know to get out of to get out of doing the production and do more of the marketing but the easy part is the production that's easy go out and mow a yard and move to the next yard. But I was also very fortunate too. I started off, the reason I was able to do 60 yards, I started on, I only had three zip codes and they were, they were all right next to each other. And some of the zip codes ran in together. So it was so easy to run those really, really tight, which is the key to doing this. So you did some of the right things right from the get go. And that's something I was hoping you, you could elaborate on and talk a little bit more about is, you know, you always hear about route density, route density. And like you had the uh, foresight that, or maybe you got lucky, I don't know, right? But I think you had the foresight to see that it's so important to keep the route uh, density so you're not traveling all over the place in order to mow one lawn to another. And that's what led you to be able to do 60 lawns by yourself, even though, I mean, I can imagine that's, that's a lot of work, you know, day in, day out, but talk to us a little bit about like what, how you feel about route density and, you know, how that really helped you and where you are in your business right now and how that's important now as well. Well, route density is the key. If, if, if your, if your yards are not tight, if the, the route is not tight, you'll, you'll lose. I mean, you can't, you cannot do this business. You cannot go across town doing $35 yards. You, you know, you, you have to, you have to try to, to keep those within a four to five minutes a piece to the best of your ability. Uh, I mean, you know, sometimes when you're starting out, you know, you, you take whatever you can get, especially when you're by yourself, you know, because you, you know, you can eat the labor up with, you know, because it's just you, but it is, it is key to, to, <laughs> to your success is to keep that as tight as possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. So going back now, uh, in, in your journey, so you got, you know, now you got a couple guys and, and how are you feeling at that point? Are you feeling like, man, uh, this is kind of, uh, easy breezy or are you kind of feeling, man, 
there's a lot more to this than I thought. You know, when I left that chemical company, uh, I had a different vision than I do now, right? So your your uh, your goggles kind of change from the point that when you leave a company, when you start your own company, and when you start moving into your company and you know going through that journey. Did you find it like it was easier? than you had expected whenever you first started? Or did you think, man, I have a lot of challenges ahead of me? Of course, you know, you definitely have a lot of challenges ahead of you. It's, it's, much, it's, it's easier to, to work for somebody else and dream about what you want to do. But when you get out there and actually do it, it it's pretty scary, you know, because now you're depending on yourself. You know, when you work for somebody and you make a mistake, you still get a check. You make a mistake when you're working for yourself, you don't get paid. That, that's right. That's right. And that's, that's something that everybody forgets, right? That, yeah. uh, you know, like maybe an employee comes up to you and goes, well, you do it that way. It's, well, it's like, yeah, if I break it, I pay for it. If you break it, I still pay for it because I'm the owner, right? So going back to, you know, uh, you know, you got the two employees, you got the 80 lawns. Uh, remind me again, that was like a year or two into your business? It's probably yeah, two years into it. You know, by the time we got there, I, we, I did, I grew extremely slow. I, you know, I, because I had to do everything. I had to, and back then technology wasn't like it is now. So it's not, it wasn't as easy. You had to physically go out and bid every single yard. Um, so you know, you had, you know, you had to squeeze that in, and that was one of the uh, things that helped getting the route density. Is you know, you'd be on that street, and somebody would come out, and you wanted. You want to mow that yard immediately when they when they come out there and ask, "Hey, can you do my yard?" Because you don't want to, you know, you want to bring those in and, and make those as, as tight as possible. Um, but anyway, yeah, to answer your question, I was two years in when. And and at that point, you, uh, I know when you you said when you first started, you were doing mowing. Were there some additional things you were doing? That were you doing like you know shrub trimming, or, or were you just picking up anything and everything that you could? Um, tell us a little bit about that. I stuck with, I would do some fertilization and mowing, shrub trimming, some bed cleaning. And, and if they wanted flowers or mulch, I would put that in as well. So what would you do? Like, uh, let's say I'm a customer uh, or a potential customer or, or neighbor of somebody that you're servicing. And I come out and say, hey, uh, I saw you guys doing this great work and uh, I'd love for you guys to mow my lawn. Uh, but I'm looking for a full service. and I, I, can't, I want somebody to take care of my landscaping. Um, what would you tell them? Did you go ahead and take on some of those accounts? I did. Um, looking back, I, 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 maybe I shouldn't have. Some of it was a little bit, a little more than what I was capable of doing, um, and I think it held me back on growing. And that's typical, right? I mean, that's typical. Whenever we're first starting out, we're trying to please everyone. Uh, it doesn't matter if you know uh, somebody calls from across town or a family member's friends, daughters, sisters, uncles, brothers, aunt says, Hey, can you come mow my lawn? And I'm, you know, 50 miles away. And when you're first starting out, you're like, Oh, sure, I'll do it. You want to take everything you can. You want to do everything because you don't want somebody else coming along and doing it. Or you don't want to let somebody else down who referred you over, you know, and then, and then they go find somebody else. And then now you lose them to that new person they found as well. One of the biggest misconceptions, in, in, at least in, in this industry, for me is, and you may disagree, but there's a concept out there, it's, um, or a phrase out there, and it's uh, own own that yard or own the backyard or own someone's yard. No, you don't want to do that. 
you don't want to do everything. It's okay to say, I don't do that. That was something I had learned. I, actually, it took me years to really learn that. That's a really good point. So the, and that is a misconception in this business that a lot of people think that you have to do everything. I, I'm, I'm a believer that you have to niche down. So at what point in your uh, journey did that light bulb come on and say that I don't need to do everything? Was it, was it year three or was it year 10? How long did it take? Because I'm a slow learner, it was probably year 15 <laughs> when I started realizing it. You know, concentrate on the things that you're good at and that you know how to do and focus on those. Thanks again for being here, Brent, and we'll continue with this interview on the next episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in the next podcast. See you next time, Lawn Care Pros. Thank you for listening to the Lawn Care Frank podcast. Please subscribe and visit LawnCareFrank.com for more helpful tips and information.